Sean Levine in with Nick Ashew. Uh, Sean got very chesty during the break about his Chiefs. I said, hey, you guys going to sign D-Hop? And he goes, ah, when you got a great piece of pie, you put little chocolate shavings on. It's fine, but we don't really need it. You Chiefs fans, as Dylan said, uh, are going to be the next Patriots fans. And as a Patriots fan that he is, who is 26, that's great. Like a, a decade younger than me. Makes me feel fantastic about myself. Patriots fans have only seen wins. They've only seen Super Bowls. They're the spoiled rich kids that have grown up in 10,000 square foot mansions, going to private school at the beach, you know, right outside of Los Angeles in Beverly Hills or something. And they're going, oh, I don't understand how the rest of the world lives. What do you mean? You know, you, know, you have a budget? What does that mean? I can't wait for Patriots fans to suffer. And damn it, don't you Chiefs fans become them, Sean. Don't you become that. Because I don't want to have to hate you, but I will. I will if I have to. I'm not that guy. In fact, my cousin is that guy. I stayed at his house one time on a long weekend, and my aunt goes, well, just go get some money out of the money drawer. The money drawer? The drawer full of money? Yeah, that's true. That's not how I grew up. But also, to be fair, <laughs> I watched my team suffer for a long time. So the Chiefs did, drafted Todd Blackledge in the first round in 1983. Ooh. And then they didn't draft yeah. another first-round quarterback until they got Patrick Mahomes. So let's not pretend like they've been winning the whole time. In fact, let me give you a better number for my Kansas City Royals. The Royals won the World Series in 1985, and then they went back in 2015. They didn't make the playoffs one time between 1985 mm -hmm. and 2015 when every other yep. American pro sports franchise – made the postseason. So I know a little something about losing. The winning feels a whole lot better. Man, I remember that Royals team, too. They had a great bullpen, and they just would steal bases. They, like, they, they did all the little things. It wasn't flashy. It wasn't power. It was like all the little intangibles other people forgot. They're like, we're just going to beat you that way. Kansas City fell in love with that team, too. Like, and they stuffed the ballot box. You remember at one point, the night of the All-Star game, the Royals, or the night before, the Royals had, I want to say, seven or eight of the starters in the All-Star game. They ended up with five or six. So it was a baseball town for a minute, and then this guy named Patrick Mahomes came around, and all of a sudden, yeah. baseball went back to yeah, I've heard of him. Well, baseball. I've, I've heard of this Mahomes guy. He's pretty good. Have, a couple yeah, he's Super good. Bowls, yeah. You'd like him. MVPs. Yeah, he's real good. Lot, lot, oh, lot yeah. of that stuff. 97 days till the NFL season kicks off. Though I will say, I, I'm okay enjoying a little bit of time in July to just like, simmer down a little bit and get set for everything but there's just something about the, the smell of football sean just getting a little closer you know it's like you talk about a pie imagine that pie in the oven it's getting closer to getting closer to being ready to go you can smell it it's just seeping through the house or chocolate chip cookies Ooh, i can i can already just taste those cookies 97 days away Bro, I was hungry coming into this thing, and now you keep talking about all this dessert. <laughs> uh, by the way, the Chiefs, you talk about Patrick Mahomes, you've heard of him. They are the favorite, no surprise, at BetMGM to win the whole thing next year, plus 650. The Eagles right behind them mm -hmm. at plus 700. Buffalo at 8-1. to one. The Bengals at 9-1. to one. But it's a Friday night, and something tells me there's a lot of people listening right now that – might be on Tinder tonight, you know, doing the whole swipe mm -hmm. left, swipe swipe right thing. You know how it works. You don't like them, swipe left. You love them, swipe right. Let's play a little game of Super Bowl contender. The Los contender, Angeles Chargers. Contender, I like it. I like it. The Los okay. Angeles Chargers. They always charger themselves coming into next season. I believe in Justin Herbert. Are they a real Super Bowl contender? No, I'm not ready to do that yet. I think the difficult thing is that – the AFC is going to be stacked, and I'm sure there's going to be multiple AFC teams that you and I have a conversation about throughout this show, especially like this whole segment. Like, the AFC fascinates me because of the talent that's not just at quarterback, but just the loaded teams in general. 
I can't put the Chargers there. I'm not even sure yet I'd put them there if they were in the NFC, but they clearly would have a, a better path. What I want to see is I want to see Justin Herbert take that team to win a couple of playoff games first. Like, we talked about the Denver Nuggets. And this isn't – like, this is kind of one of those age-old questions you have around teams, but there's a reason why it's be, it, it is a cliché. Because it's true, and you need to see time and time again whether or not a young team that has certain levels of expectations can break through to that next level. That was the Bills. Bills haven't gotten to a Super Bowl yet. And they've now gone from fun next team up to, oh, their quarterback is an MVP candidate. Oh, they're, oh, wait, oh, oh, look the way they wrap up the regular season this past year. And then, oh, last two years, you know, they talk about them losing in the Chiefs a couple of seasons and letdowns in the playoffs. Like, all of those things have snowballed for that team where you start to lose confidence as time goes on. I want to see the Chargers show that when you get to playoff football, when you have to play in a colder weather city, in January that you're able to go out there and do that. I love Justin Herbert. The commanders passed on him. They weren't the commanders then. I don't know if they were the football team or the Redskins. I have no idea. But they passed on him for Chase Young, who has been an utter disaster, always hurt ever since then. I regret it every time I watch him play, and I didn't even make the choice. But right now I want to actually see that the Chargers can put it all together in the regular season, that Brandon Staley won't make dumb decisions when it comes down to punting or going for it on fourth and 22 on his own side of the field. Show me that they can be a smarter team and that they can win in the playoffs before they t- I talk about them as a contender. Playoff team, sure. Contender, not yet. And we joke about Patrick Mahomes, but unfortunately for the Chargers, they have to face him twice a year, and that hasn't gone very good for anybody in the division, where Andy Reid, since he's been the head coach of the Chiefs, has won 91% of his games in the division. So if you're the Chargers, if you're the Raiders, if you're the Broncos, you might as well just not even show up. Bet MGM right now has the Chargers at 30-1, to 1, so still a pretty good long shot to win the yeah. Super Bowl. If you could build your team around, you were talking about Buffalo and Josh Allen at this point. Now that we've seen a few years from both of them, if you could build your team around Josh Allen or Justin Herbert, which guy are you taking first? So I would still go Josh Allen because he's just so much of that offense, and he's so mobile, but you know you have the big arm and you have the accuracy. I mean, the biggest knock when he came into the NFL, right, was accuracy. Like, he couldn't complete passes. He was completing barely over 50% of his passes, but he grew and got better there. But you also have the athleticism. Now, I know Justin Herbert can move around in the pocket. He can get out there if he needs to and run. He's tough. I mean, we saw what he did on Thursday Night Football with the, the rib injury, and he got back up, could barely breathe, and threw game-winning touch. I mean, watching what he did was incredible. But I'm still taking Josh Allen for the physical gifts. They're on that next level. They're above even where Justin Herbert is, where he's got the arm. He's got more of the accuracy, and he's got the ability to run. Look, a lot falls on the quarterback. It's the most important position in sports. I get that. But there are other factors where if I'm building a team, maybe some different pieces, better offensive line, more weapons at receiver. Uh, Maybe you do kind of go a little bit more towards the run game and don't have him run the football as much. Whatever the case is, maybe those pieces put together help generate better success than where the Bills are. But between those two, I would still go Josh Allen if I had to pick problem is he turns the ball over you know Josh Allen averages 1.3 turnovers per game so that's tough to win games when your quarterback is doing that Justin Herbert protects the ball but a little most, bit better most of the great quarterbacks in the NFL have had interception big interception years uh, have turned the ball over because a lot of them are gunslingers and risk takers uh, now His I know Mahomes fumbling. doesn't do that very much you can't hold on and, to the and, football and that's fumbling. his problem yeah yep yep I mean, listen, he throws his picks too, but I would still listen, I would I would still take Josh Allen. But I may change my mind this year. If Justin Herbert elevates himself more, you've got a new offensive coordinator that's going to love to, run, to throw the football. I may totally change that. From what I've seen so far, though, it would still be Josh Allen. 
52 fumbles in his career, my guy. 52 fumbles already for Josh Allen. Dave Craig has the all-time record right now, but that thing may may be in danger. All right, let's talk about another team that's led by a quarterback that, you know, turns the ball over a lot. Move on to the NFC. You swiping left or you swiping right? Are the Dallas Cowboys a Super Bowl contender? (laughs) I'm swiping left all day. Look, Ryan Horvat is all in on the Cowboys going to the Super Bowl this year. And I keep telling him, I'm like, dude, you need to stop. Like, you do this with the Wizards. Stop betting the Wizards. You're all in on the Jets. Don't hurt yourself with this. Stop doing it with the Dallas Cowboys. (laughs) Because have we seen how Mike McCarthy and the Cowboys have ended their last two years in the playoffs? I don't know how much time is left on the clock. I think we can get, oh, no, I got an idea. Maybe we should line up Zeke under center, and then we can throw the football that Like, what are we doing? It's, it's an unbelievable set of failures with Mike McCarthy as the head coach of the Cowboys. We've watched them throw up all over themselves year after year after year. Now, I like Dak. He's a good quarterback. I think that team is certainly a playoff team. It's not saying much in the NFC but they're not getting through the Eagles. They're not getting through the 49ers. I just can't trust them in the playoffs. You've shown me nothing. I haven't watched this team get better in the offseason to where I say, ooh, things are going to be different now. I mean, I like Tony Pollard. They're saying he's going to be ready for camp, but is that actually going to be the case? Is he going to be getting a majority of the carries here? I I do not trust the Dallas Cowboys because, as some people have said, they are a disaster waiting to happen, and I agree. When the playoffs come around, I was looking the other day, outside of my Chiefs the last five years, and this surprised me, the Dallas Cowboys have won more regular season games than mm-hmm. anybody else. So the most in the NFC over the last five years. But what does that really mean when the playoffs come around, especially when Mike McCarthy is your Nothing. coach, especially at the very yeah. end of a game? Nothing, a bagel, zilch, because most of the time, every time, he makes not only a wrong call, but as you point out, Nick, kind of a weird call. Like the way their last two seasons have ended – is just completely nuts. And another problem is they've got the Philadelphia Eagles in their division. I was looking at BetMGM odds the other day, and I figured that Philly would be this huge favorite to win the division. It's all anybody talks about. And then I'm like, what? Dallas is only like, I think it was plus 160, maybe mm-hmm. plus 180 to actually win the division. So there's some bel- there's some betters, I should say, that do believe in them for whatever reason. At BetMGM right now, this is to win the whole thing. You can get the Cowboys at 16 to 1. That's not enough bang for my buck. No, no. And again, it's just like you're throwing your money away. I understand that 16-1 to is not bad on a lot of teams you may think that could win the Super Bowl. You look at the numbers, sometimes there's value in a little more of a long shot. You balance those things out. But it's the Dallas Cowboys. You're taking your money, you're walking up in the strip club, and you're doing this. You're just waving it all away, throwing your money away. Don't waste your time. All right, we got like a minute left here. You're going left or right on a 20-1 to Detroit Lions team who – I didn't do the exact research on this, but I believe the last time they won the division was when um, I think president was Jefferson at the time. They're the favorite to win the North this year, 20 to one to win the Super Bowl. Are they a real contender? Which way are you swiping? I can't, I can't make them a contender yet. I, I, I do think they are a playoff team. And again, this becomes the wide open NFC again, right? Where you look at the top two and maybe throw the Cowboys in there and say, okay, those are the top three teams in the NFC. The other teams. There's nothing wrong with, there's nothing wrong with looking at Detroit as a team that can make a, win a playoff game, right? Make a run in the playoffs. But I, I, I'm i not ready to crown them. I, I just, here's the thing. There are two teams that I have confidence in in the NFC, and I call nobody else a contender after that. It's the Eagles and the 49ers, and we still don't know what's going on with the 49ers quarterback situation, although Brock Purdy 
As they're saying now, he's the leader in the clubhouse, as John Lynch said. I think he's going to be ready to go. I think he'll be good. I love what Brock Purdy was able to do, and Kyle Shanahan is an incredible head coach. But after that, there are teams that are playoff teams. I'm really high on the Saints this year. I think the Saints can go over nine and a half wins. Talked about that the other day on the show. But I'll tell you right now, I'm not ready to look at Detroit anything more than a playoff team. All right.